with your host, John Dooser Dusenberry, my co-host. And I am Chris, the one and only. Yeah, intern Chris is not here today, but we do have another intern. Hey, I'm intern Steve, filling in for intern Chris. Oh, you have a nice timbre to your voice, intern Steve. Why, why thank you. You're very, you're very welcome. Why do you, way to use a term I just used. Well, you know, I was describe him earlier. I, I, I like to think of myself as a thief. If I was playing Dungeons and Dragons right now, I'd be a rogue. I want, to, I want to think, I, I, I sort of think that your class, if you could even call someone like you with class, your class is definitely, uh, you're definitely more like the the, the alchemist to, uh, type. Oh, no, no. I play barbarians, man. Yeah, but I think like in real life, you're, you're the alchemist guy. Really? Or wizard. Yeah, I see that. I'm the guy that like, you know, concocts weird shit and tries to kill people. Well, that, that's, yeah, see, that's alchemist. I'm more of a necromancer, really, but... No, the necromancer <laughs> raises the dead. Come on, you're supposed to be the D&D guy. Right, but I, I want to kill them so I can raise them. So I'm a necromancer, necromantic alchemist. I really should have gotten a conversation with you on this because you take D&D super seriously, so it's... it's I really just gonna, don't, actually. Uh, okay. I mean, I do, but it, yeah, I, I do. I take it way too seriously. All right, so we're uh, what are we talking about this week? I don't know, boss. You're the host. Oh, you made you made a very good point. Actually, one of our uh, audience members was talking to us, to us earlier today about when the Last of Us Part Two is going to come out, uh, and part of the reason why it, we're talking about this is they're coming out in the end of May. But uh, apparently, there was a, an issue. Uh, some of the video game people were a little disappointed recently with the news that. Um, PlayStation was pulling out of a bunch of conventions in part two to the coronavirus. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So they're pulling out of a bunch of conventions, which is, uh, is, which is very interesting if you think about it because so many people are now pulling out. I mean, um, that's, that sounds funny. I'm, they're pulling out. Suggestive. Giggity. Giggity. Yeah, but the, so it's affecting the video game industry. Or Japan is just having a tough time right now with uh, with the, the virus. But yeah, so the question is: Is this going to push back? Start pushing back games? You think? Hmm. It's possible. Uh, after all, IGN announced that their Red Thirteen was not going to be a playable character in the updated remastered version of Final Fantasy VII. Oh. However, hmm. if you actually read the article, it states that they don't actually know all the details yet it's still sort of it's, oh, so still, it's ign being ign it's made all the more apparent if you go and read the comments on their twitter page for example people just over and over again stating oh yeah this is clickbait this is clickbait this is clickbait read the article people right it was it was fun for me to read honestly because i couldn't i couldn't give less of a shit about Final Fantasy VII. Final really? Fantasy, yeah, I, I I I missed the boat on it. I and, and look, I come back, I come back to it right. after years and years of hearing that it's just the greatest game ever. <laughs> I come back and I give it a shot, and I find I find out that they oversold it. Let me uh, let me give an example. 
let's start with the most standout part of this game. Yeah. And spoiler alert, uh, Eris dies. What? Wow. Yeah, sorry to drop that bomb on you, Doozer. I know you were really looking forward to this one. Well, that was 20 years ago I played that game, so. <laughs> I actually, yeah. would, it's actually, because I'm 40 years old now, it's kind of like a spoiler alert to my old mind, because I forget <laughs> that Eris dies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, she dies, like, almost almost literally five minutes after you go on one date with her. And yeah. the, the whole time, you're cold and distant to her. So it's like, how am I emotionally invested in this character? It's like... It's a lot like when you read about someone dying in the newspapers. Like, well, right. that really sucks. But then you move on with your life. I have the same level of indifference for uh, towards Eris, unfortunately. Well, I mean, it, you, it, it was kind of one of those you had to be there moments. I was there. I literally played the game and I wasn't impressed. When it came out? Not when it came out, but still. But, I mean, all right, you have to remember back in the, the late 90s, PlayStation kind of changed gaming in a lot of ways. Up until that time. There wasn't a whole lot of like that RPG style, uh, like our heavily and heavy storyline RPG style games. I mean, there were a few with the Nintendo and a few with uh, Sega Genesis, but those those consoles were less about storytelling and more about just kind of having fun with like Super Mario, Sonic, um, just you know, fun fun games, lighthearted fair. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's great because that's exactly what I love about Nintendo. They do it really well. But PlayStation, on the other hand, it really delved down deep into Playing playing games that were more storytelling, more story based. Um, now, of course, you know Castlevania is probably an exception to that rule, uh, and there are some other exceptions to that rule as far as uh, RPGs go. But PlayStation, I think, really p- pushed the storytelling of video games uh, really far, in my in my personal humble opinion. Yeah, but I really, it, I think that's kind of an unfair stereotype about zelda especially when you consider that uh turok the dinosaur hunter came out for the n64 same year well right right but you, you get what i'm saying you know i'm not saying i'm not saying zelda is a lighthearted affair i'm saying like you know the the essentially super mario when you think of nintendo you think of super mario right it's not heavily into the storytelling and if you if you think about Sonic, well, okay. Sonic the Hedgehog, it's not heavily. I, I I get the point you're trying to make. My problem with this is, is that the the story just isn't all that gripping. Okay, that's fair. You know, it's it's like I, I can't get invested in in this character. And that's fair. Bear in mind, I was still a kid when this came out. Yeah. So it, it's not like it, it's not like oh you know this this is older jaded more cynical me. It's like no, I'm pretty much going in the same way everyone else did. Yeah, but uh, as I said, people oversold it. It's fine if you like Final Fantasy VII, but I don't know. You, you got you got you got mopey, broody main character with yeah. the sword way too big for him, and then oh, wasn't that dirge guy so cool? Yeah, an emo vampire, way way cool. And then of course you have Red Thirteen, whom I always thought looked more like a lion than a wolf. Steve, this is where this is the part of the the show where anything that was popular, Chris hates. That's fair. That's not true. I love the hell out of Zelda, and that's uh, uh, that I love Zelda as well. That game's popularity is well and truly earned. Final Fantasy VII, however, I heartily disagree. You're the only person I know that was laughing out of joy when the baby Yoda got punched in the head. Oh, uh, oh! I practically rubbed one out right then and there. Right? I was so happy to see that no joy. bastard. No joy. Poor oh. baby Yoda. And baby Yoda did nothing wrong. Nothing. He's wrong. innocent. He's completely innocent. He's just a 50 year old baby. But, but you know, he had to. He he loved the part where he got punched in the head. 
It was great. So great, man. I never saw a bigger smile on his face the next day when he was just strutting down the hallway here at the studio. So many children were devastated that that, that day. I mean, I wasn't really devastated. I thought thought it was actually kind of funny myself, but (laughs) I thought it was even funnier when those guys got messed up, too. So that's just me. Well, Doozer, I think I, I think we're getting to about that point. Oh, oh, is this the point where? Oh my God, I still allow you to do the advertising, don't I? You sure do. Oh, look at that giddy look! He's got a giddy look on his face because he must have gotten giddy. a really good advertiser. So we're gonna go to break, and when we come back from break, uh, we're gonna talk more about video games, eh, whatever we want to, I guess. But uh, Chris, who's our advertiser? This segment is brought to you by Hannibal's Human-Flavored Chewing Gum. Oh, The delicious, savory taste of human flesh in gum form. Enjoy the flavor for hours at a time. And don't forget to tell them that Bonus Gent sent you. Yeah. Yep, that's a, that's a thing. That gum sounds good. That, yeah. Oh, what? Oh, why did we choose you as an intern, Steve? I have uh, oh, odd tastes. Yeah, I, I guess. guess so. Oh, great. All right, well, well, we get back to the break from the break. We're going to talk more video games. <laughs> and this is once again, Boskin. Welcome back from the amazing advertiser that we had. They have baby flavor. That's right. They have baby flavor? Orphan baby flavor. Extra soft and chewy. Why do you get Chris? That's the worst part. You understand his humor. (laughs) Something about Chris's. Oh, great. Now I'm going to have two Chris's and a Steve. It's the worst combo. That sounds like the grossest porno ever. Two Chris's (laughs) and a Steve. Oh, yeah, that would be awful. Like, you guys have a lot of beard, though. Like, there's yes. a lot of beard. Oh, my it's God. a very hairy uh, yeah. situation. <laughs> yeah. I, of course, I have to do my solo movie, Jack Off, you know, ah, for the jam. Yeah. Of course. Of course, yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, getting back. Uh, well, no, we got getting back. We got another topic we want to talk about. Something you are actually really excited about, Chris. Right. Uh, speaking of games from a long, long time ago, one that I do not for any instant believe is overrated and actually came out a year before Final Fantasy VII Mm. is, of course, Super Mario RPG. For those of you who aren't aware, Super Mario RPG was a joint production of Nintendo and Square. This featured our favorite plumber, as we'd never seen him before, in a role-playing, turn-based action game. Fantastic graphics for the time. I like the very first time I remember plugging that into my console and seeing those weird, weird isometric graphics, almost 3D. I was like, whoa, holy crap. Mind-blowing. Yeah, similar graphics to what you've seen in like the Donkey Kong Country games ahead of their time. It actually turns 24 as of this broadcast. Yeah, right. Uh, March 9th, 1996, it came out. Uh, you what's what's the what's the what's the name of it? It's not just Super Mario RPG. It's, what is it? What is it called? Kingdom of the Seven Stars. Legend of the Seven Stars. Legend of the legend. Seven Stars. Right, Forgive yeah. Me. Legend of the Seven Stars. So it's another legend. Yeah, it, I, I figured that out without even looking it up. I'm just that big of a fanboy. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were absolutely right. Um, of course, isometrics really kind of started with uh, Star Fox in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. right? You remember the Star Fox game? Yeah, that was another game that, that utilized some... 3D graphics kind of, kind of pushing the console to its limits. Now, here's telling my age. I didn't have a Super Nintendo quite yet, right? I didn't get to have those until I was a little bit older. Um, and during that, that period in time, one of the few places that I could play video games, and especially Star Fox, was when I went to Sears. My parents would take me to Sears, and we would uh, we'd shop for clothes. And the thing was, at the time, Sears, the Sears Robux store at the Elyria Midway Mall in Elyria, Ohio, had a Super Nintendo that you could sit and play. <sighs> nice. Yeah. And it was like, but it was like one of those ones that was trying to get you to buy the Super Nintendo. Ah, remember yes. that? Yeah. Remember, remember the, those? Yeah, the, the demo. The demo games, yeah. Oh, it was just aw- sit and watch those in Kmart. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was, they were great. I was playing uh, play Star Fox and Super Mario RPG both on those at the Sears. Right. Uh, I want to get one of those, man. They're everywhere. I know that they're you can find them on eBay or something. That would be cool. Speaking of which, pro, <laughs> press F to pay respects for Sears. Oh right, God, man. <laughs> yeah, it's almost dead. I mean, but hey. Let's focus on the joyful Super Mario RPG. Right. You know, you want to talk about a story. I did not expect so much, uh, so much complex character development from characters like Mario, Bowser, and the newly introduced and sadly never seen again, Malo and Gino. That's their, his cousins, right? No, they're, t- they're two unique characters. Malo being a exiled prince from a cloud kingdom, and oh. Gino... Essentially, a star being, a, a cosmic entity sent down to inhabit the body of a, chi- a children's toy, and he he was just so cool, little, little little wooden action figure guy with like a hood and cape, and he could like shoot bullets out of his fingers. He was like the coolest. Oh, I remember ever. that now. Yeah. How he has gone this long without appearing in Super Smash Brothers, and we yet we get still still get more and more of the pocky jockeys from Fire Emblem is beyond. Huh. We have Mr. Oh. Game and Watch. Oh God, I love Super Smash Brothers though. But yeah, yeah Super, me too. Yeah, we all do. Super Mario uh, RPG though is it was it was ahead of its time. It's not not it wasn't a bad game. Isometric, which we talked about. And on top of that, a fantastic music score. Mm. If we could all pause for a moment while I play my favorite track from the game. level was stuck in my head for so many yeah. years afterward yeah just that, that that jaunty cheerful forest tune it's like it's almost wasted on a mario game because uh, when i hear it i instantly think of like the really old-fashioned grim brothers fairy tales type setting it was kind of it was kind of a reaction to excuse me throw bubble it's kind of a <laughs> reaction to uh like link 2 they had that kind of link feel to it yeah very 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 zelda very very zelda vibe to it in fact uh you could actually find link napping in one of the in one of the hotel bedrooms at one point easter oh, egg really yeah there's a link easter egg and it, i i'm trying to remember i used to uh, you like you leave the hotel it's in the it's in the 
I can't remember the specific name of the town, but it is in the town where all the arrows are falling down. And like, I believe after you've liberated it from, from the uh, arrow master guy, you come back, you spend the night at the hotel, you leave and you come back in and there's link gently snoozing in the bed. You interact with him. He plays the, uh, you found something sound effect. Oh, interesting. I used to like when Easter eggs weren't everywhere. Right. You know, now they're everywhere. That's actually not the only Easter egg in that game that, that, that I can immediately recall. As a matter of fact, there, there's, there's one little one and one very big one that I found all on my own without the help of the internet. For example, in Booster's Tower, you go behind this curtain and you come out from the other side as like 8-bit classic Mario and it's playing the, the classic Mario theme. Interesting. Oh, cool. Uh, and that blew my mind because I was, I was like, whoa, this is so crazy. And, of course, Mario would panic and go back behind the curtain, come back out, and he's restored to normal. Then this one this one is for the uh, Final Fantasy fans that you could actually fight a, a Final Fantasy boss. I don't know his name because I never really cared for Final Fantasy all that much. But you could fight him in the monster town. Really? Yeah, and it would even, and boy, is he rough. <laughs> uh, I encourage you to look into this for yourselves. This this is a really fantastic game if you can get a hold a hold of it. Uh, I have it on my Nintendo Wii system. I downloaded that the minute I saw it was available, so I still have it to love and cherish for all time. That's actually pretty freaking awesome. Is that oh, on yeah. the uh, SNES Mini as well? I don't remember. If I don't know for sure because I'm not one of the – at the time when the SNES Mini came out, I was like, oh, I'm not going to buy that because, well, as Doozer pointed out, I hate I hate things that become popular. And sure. that just came out to me as like for hipsters to have as a trophy in their house and never fair, actually fair. use. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that one though too because I, I didn't like the mini stuff. Although I really wanted to like the mini stuff. Like I really want to love the Atari version of it, like the Atari flashback uh, game set. I love. I really want to love that because I grew up playing Atari, and but no, I just can't buy any of them. In fact, the, la- the only con- I don't really have a lot of consoles right now. You know, PC. Ah, uh, yes, the PC Master Race. You know, hey. double. Yeah, well, well, it is what it is, right? All right, I'm actually going to do the second advertisement. Ooh, man, just just like other intern Chris trying to trying to step into my dojo. Yeah, yeah. So. We are officially announcing today that we have launched our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash bonus get uh, show. So you will actually be able to go to Patreon and uh, you will be able to get some exclusive content that we're going to start providing in the next month or so uh, to you for those of you who are going to become our patrons. Yay, you sexy, sexy donors, you. Yes, uh, that will include a picture of me on a bearskin run. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Well, it's actually not me. It's Burt Reynolds' body with my face poorly photoshopped on there. But, you know. Uh, you know what? I'm still into it. Yeah, I'd say right. switch it around. Your body, Burt Reynolds' face. Ooh, that would be interesting. But I'd have to go get a bearskin rug. And actually, have you ever been on a bearskin rug? They are, they are very, 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 like, itchy and scratchy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. All right, guys. We're going to go to our break right now when we get back what were you going to talk about chris i don't know man you're the host but if i had to take a wild guess it would probably be video game related (laughs) 
Yeah, actually, when we get back, one of the things that I, I, I would love to absolutely, absolutely love to talk about uh, that we didn't talk about very much because we had the Chris off last week is the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh, okay. Because you and I went and saw it together. Yeah, that's right. We did. All right. So when we get back, we'll talk Sonic the Hedgehog. third segment we are well i'm john doozer doozer of course and this is my co-host big chris and ooh, interesting and our new intern intern steve yeah he's stepping into this week for intern chris who is not feeling so well oh hopefully it's not coronavirus yeah yeah <laughs> so we're talking right now uh we're talking about we went and saw sonic the hedgehog together two weeks ago Yep, 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 yep. I actually did. I did a nugget on this. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be interesting to get your take because with the nuggets, it's just me. Right. It's yeah. just me going off, being my angry little self. Um, yeah. Yep. You can only find those on the Facebook page. Right. So check out our Facebook page. Quickest way to find it: Google Bonus Get. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing: I had a kind of. I lo- I like the movie. I'll say that. I really I, the reason I liked the movie is because it wasn't pretentious at all. It was exactly what the movie I expected to go see, right? It was Sonic the Hedgehog. He was, you know, in a in a city, alien to this world, kind of trying to make a name for himself. Uh or and he's getting trying to get away from the government because of course he causes a big problem. And kind of going on that hero's journey. That is very typical of most uh, storytelling, right? Mm, yes. And it was, it, it, I mean, it was very formulaic, but it was, it was, it was also very funny. It was good for kids. Uh, they, we got that 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 kind of flash or quicksilver scene that we've seen previously in the Justice League and yeah, I didn't X-Men even movie. I didn't even go into that because like yeah, it's, it's like oh wow, <laughs> way to way to rip off uh, Sega. Yeah, yeah, they just completely were, you know, all of a sudden Sonic is moving at normal speed, but everybody else is moving super slow, and he just does all of this crazy stuff, and then... It is it is exactly the same thing you saw in X-Men First Class. Uh, exactly, exactly that, and, it, you know, it was what it was. I mean, it, you know, I can't blame them for completely ripping out that scene. We did get to see him eat chili dogs in that scene. He mentions it later on, mm. which is, of course, a big thing from the, the cartoon. Because it's uh. so important that... The chili dog thing is <laughs> so vital to Sonic's character development. I mean, it is. And there were some, you know, that you mentioned in the nugget, there were, there were a couple of things that were kind of crazy about it. Like the girl, little girl having the exact right red shoes for Sonic to be able to yeah, wear. I'm told that those were called, uh, the, the the brand is Puma. Yeah. And yet, uh, and yet it was nowhere in there. Uh, the, the funny thing is, it's like, as with most of these, uh, most of these uh, franchise based movie properties, Product placement city. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely shameless product placement. Oh, it was perfect, though. It was absolutely perfect. What was the, what was the, what was the one candy? (laughs) Chris is laughing really hard right now. I'm sorry because, like, uh, the the best part for me was when, oh, I found us an apartment on Zillow. 
and give us a full frame shot of the of the website. Yeah, like Zillow probably paid him like a quarter of a million dollars. It was like basically Wayne's World. It's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, might as well have said, put Reeboks on and, yeah. and, and you know, the, yep. oh, yeah. Oh, my God. S- sitting there slurping a Burger King drink or something. Yeah. It is exactly like that. And it was perfect. You know, hey, this, these movies got to be made. It got to get made somehow. Well, especially after the fact that we, we and the fans kind of forced them into redoing all of the animation for Sonic. Oh, yeah. And it's the choice well, of a new generation. A Sonic. The, working, the working theory is that uh, Sonic... That, that that the whole thing was just a publicity ploy, that they all they they had always intended to 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 have him look the way he looks now. That'd be funny as hell. Uh, I, I I don't know. Uh, either way, I, I guess it worked okay. It it didn't do too bad, and uh, I haven't heard anybody say anything really negative about it cool. except for yours truly. And even then, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was a garbage movie. Now, Doozer, I know you liked it. You want to know why I know you liked it? Because I was loud. loud you I were laughed. the yes. You were the loudest. You laughed the loudest in the damn theater. I, it was pretty funny too. I was probably scaring all the small children. Oh my, yeah, which no. is funny because there's three go, grown men watching Sonic together. Yeah, three grown men watching Sonic, and you were you were laughing louder than there, anybody there. I, you know, I, when I walked in, I just said, "Let's just have fun with this." You know, I'm not going to sit here and think this is an Oscar-worthy contender or something like that. No, yeah, and that helped. That that helped. That helped ease the pain for for me, of course. Yeah, because it was, it was again, it was fun. We got to see, you know, the, the it was fun for me to see that him reading Flash comic books, right? That's that's funny. That's product placement. That's kind of cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him reading the Flash comic books that makes that would be something he would love. The beanbag chair, which was a very co- cool thing for him to have. The big freaking uh, cartoony hat that he that he wore that he put on a couple of times. All really good stuff, uh, and then you know. Just the, you know, the fact that he's like a kind of a 12-year-old kid that's traveling around, you know, that's kind of fun. And I'm sure kids of the age range of about five to eight would love this movie, you know, because it's got all kinds of crazy, crazy big lights and all kinds well, of things. Happening. They're going to love it because uh, because of the fart joke yeah. and the uh, goddamn floss dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. From Fortnite. <sighs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of that dance either. I, it, it was cringy when they did it in Shazam. It's cringy now. Yeah, but, you know, gets people to watch, I guess. Sonic does the dance. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, he does the dance. Yeah. Like, twice. Yeah, twice. He he. You could audibly hear his groan as he was doing it. You could audibly hear his groan, Steve. It was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying not to hog the spotlight on this one because I, I already had my time to to blab about it. I, I've I've given my full yeah, I mean, you know, dissertation was, on it. <laughs> there were some plot holes in it. You're know, sure. I mean, the you know, we really didn't understand why uh, James Marshall's characters wanted to be a cop, and you know, and then he, it's the whole his story. Oh, you are the town kind of thing, and it's like, oh, come on, you know. No, but, nobody nobody cares about about Mister and Mrs. Perfect and their perfect little life. Yeah. Right. Uh, or the you know the the perfect cake and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, but it was perfect. It was right. It was good. It, mm-hmm. They had a, it was a good movie. It was you know rated you know three stars out of five for me because it's it's just a movie for kids and it's intended for kids. They're, they're meant to meant to be for kids. So I'm, I have no problem with that. And I think to be honest with you though, what really stole it for me was Jim Carrey. I, it was like a very classic. Oh, Jim he was Carrey fun. Movie. 
Yeah. Very classic Jim Carrey, over the top, got to play the character over the top. Uh, he got to play the character as, like, it's very classic. reminiscent yeah. of, like, you know, um, his work in Ace Ventura and some of the other early, The Max, that earlier stuff that he was doing. It was just kind of a fun character for him to play. You could tell, it was, it, which was nice. It was nice to see, as a, a guy who grew up watching Carrie and a lot of his work on, you know, as far back as uh, Living Color, it was, uh, it was it was good. It's good to see. Yeah, he hasn't done that in a while. No, he no, hasn't. You know, he he really hasn't done that in in a, a very very long time. Yeah, he's too busy being a weird socialist. He is kind of a weird socialist. You're not right. He paints. He has a weird painting style. I like yeah. it. That's that's the that's that's one of the weird parts. Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, man. I think uh, well, I think we've had a lot of fun here. What do you think? I think that I really want to put a fork in my brain every time I see people doing the floss dance. I I don't know, man. You have a very thick skull. I think it would be very hard to do. What are you, my every teacher I've ever had? <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, don't forget about uh, checking us out on Facebook.com forward slash bonus get and Patreon.com forward slash bonus get will be launching very soon. So you can uh, get exclusive content from us there. We'll be back well, next week, I, I guess. I should hope so. <laughs> but pretty soon here, we are going to take a short break to do uh, to f- and finish out our season. We'll uh, be talking about some of the things we like on here, and, and we'll be talking to you guys. And then uh, we'll be coming back with season three of the Bonus Get Show podcast. Bonus Get.